You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio. Alongside my wife, Pam, as always. Love being here. Taking some time out each and every week to dive into what's going on in the world of the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation. Yeah. And a lot of that is done by them steering us where we go mm-hmm. with questions, topics, suggestions, comments. Um, and the way you can share those with us is 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And we want to hear from you in the SMR Nation. We want to know what's going on with you. Yeah. Give us the good, the bad, the ugly. Love to address it. Rejoice in it. Celebrate in it. Because all of it happens yeah. in married life. It does. So You're not if, alone out there. If, if, you're, if you're currently experiencing a season of major struggle and stress, know that there's good on the way, most likely. And mm-hmm. if you're currently experiencing a struggle of good and great, Know that there's seasons of struggle and stress coming. So right. That's yeah. just that's the way life seems to unfold. Uh, as we get started, though, today, Pam, um, there was some conversations you and I've been having over the last couple of weeks because we are, as we sit here and record this week's episode, um, we are just a couple of weeks away of when, from when the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway should have been happening. Yes, we are. With the pandemic and everything going on in our world, it's been postponed till next year mm-hmm. um, in June of 2021. But one of the things we want to at least kind of explore and, and hopefully plan for mm-hmm. is a virtual conference, a virtual little thing. Yeah, we'd love to do something like that to kind of stay connected, help the nation. Um, right. So we've already got some things in the works that we're trying to put together uh, sometime October, November is what we're looking at. More details will be coming, but it's it's trying to get into the idea of how you could find some time to steal away with your spouse without having to travel. You could do it from your own home. Right, exactly. So you'd, it'd still be a childcare thing potentially, right? Mm-hmm. To really get something full out of it if you've got kids at home. But we're just talking about like a two-day event. We'll right. incorporate a little bit of the weekend. Yep. Um, but that's, that's to come. Mm-hmm. And we want to at least start dropping some breadcrumbs about it as we start formulating some plans and getting some things together. So uh, if you've got any fabulous ideas, feedback at com on how we pull this thing off. But we've already got a lot of things in motion in some regards, on the thought process, the brainstorm, the dream, and yeah, we got good ideas. Stay there tuned. For it. Yep, because more is to come. Today's episode of Sexy Marriage Radio is brought to you by Beachbody On Demand. Get hundreds of effective workouts, all from the comfort of your own home. Right now, SMR listeners get a special free trial when you text SMR to thirty thirty thirty. Try it out today. Coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is a couple of your questions and our spectacular answers. Hopefully. Hopefully they're spectacular. For sure there will be. If you're involved, they will be. We're going to, well, thank you for that. Yeah. But we're going to have um, a couple different topics that overlap a little bit that we're covering, but uh, there's some great research that can help steer some of the conversation. Yeah. Okay. 
And then coming up on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there's no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash smracademy. We're going to dive into more of the concept of desire because we talked about this just briefly in one of the prior weeks where there's a couple of different things that make up what most people think of in the world of desire. And we want to get further into what does it really mean? Yeah. And how does it impact us, especially when we're in close confines and in a world that um, is a lot of uncertainty mm-hmm. and a lot of unknown that can squash desires because fears will overrun that. Mm-hmm. So all that is coming up on today's show. So this is a topic and a question that we've not answered yet, ever. Ever, in all the episodes. On Sexy Marriage Writing. Okay. We've not gone into the detail on this topic. Okay. And this is from uh, a listener in Birmingham, Alabama. And he goes on to say, My wife and I have been married for 23 years, but for all of those years we've struggled with simultaneous orgasms. It's been a thorn in the flesh of our marriage. She questions why God would put us together with each other if we're not clicking on all cylinders. My ideal outcome would be to learn what I can do to either change our physical experience with each other or to put to bed a crazy comparison that our sex life cannot live up to. Hope that this makes sense and you can help. Thanks. Wow, I find that question very perplexing. The the To the ultimate extreme of... Why would God put us together if we can't experience this piece together? Right. I don't know. That one's just, that part's just sticking out to me. But um, Like it's a fate or a destiny that couples that are clicking will simultaneously orgasm when they have sex? Right. Okay. Right. Is, is that... Well, well, I think that that is... And maybe I'm going too far to the extreme and that's no, not really the I, point of the question. I think that's part of the romanticized view we have growing up about what marriage and sex will be. Right. Because the way it's portrayed, I mean, you can go all the way to the extreme of how is it portrayed in the movies and in Hollywood, it's that you meet, fall in love and fall into bed every, and it's everything seamless the whole and, way through. And, it's, and, it's and then you can wake right? up in the morning and have sex again and you're not having, you don't see anybody's facial expressions change because of uh, morning breath. And it's R- like, right. come on, really? Right. Or, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is is often in the fantasized and things just work like they're supposed to. Okay, so let's go back to get out of the get out of the Hollywood representation of it. Um well, I want to I want to do this from two sides. Okay, okay, okay. Because he asked his question was I either want to put it to bed or learn what I can do. So sure. let's do both. Exactly. I would say let's learn what we can do first, right? Okay, I want to put it to bed first, though. I want to okay, give I want okay. to give the research and the data because there's not a lot out there that I can find on, that's that's true research on couples that experience simultaneous orgasm okay. as a regular occurrence. There is one that came out. Um, it was just within the last three or four years, and it's a four hundred four thousand four hundred person survey from the sex toy company Love Honey. Okay, and they found that eighty nine percent of couples have orgasm at the same time. I'm really surprised at that high number. So am I. Now, are they saying, I, I'm curious, do they give you any clarification there? Are they saying that they always? No, that's just that they have experienced They have it at some, some point. At some point, they have, at least they can say at one point in their married or in their life, they have experienced that. Okay. Well, I can get that. 37% experience it half the time or more. 
Okay. I guess I'm actually surprised that that many have it half or more, but I am maybe too. I be. And so is um, a recent guest a couple times on Sexy Marriage Radio, Vanessa Marin, uh-huh. who's a sex therapist out in LA. She was uh, re- sought after from Glamour magazine, and they used her as part of an article. And she says, I'm surprised at how high that is too. And the speculation I have, which I'll, and she, she, she and I are on the same page, is that you have to look at the, the sample. Because if it's a sex toy sex company, toy company. They're using reaching sex out toys. to their customers and social media is how they found their respondents. Right. So it already has a bent towards people that maybe use sex toys, have a little, you know, a little bit different experience, and it's also not marriage. It's just across the board okay. on the couples that they reach out to. Okay. So it's not well, necessarily just committed relationships. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm making a totally uneducated guess here. I would think that married couples would be more likely to do it simultaneously because more history, more regularity. And That's true. And understanding each other's bodies better, potentially. I- I'm wondering if if I'm a regular sex toy user, and I'm, I'm maybe more in tune with my body mm-hmm. to be able to time it, hold off. Uh, mm-hmm. Extend it, whatever. Oh, see, the case now you're may getting be. into how because that's where we're going to go. Is part of the ways and how? Okay. Is whoever it is usually that is the easiest. The sim. How, how do I say it? Whoever can climax the easiest mm-hmm. between the couple mm-hmm. uh, has lots lots of times needs to learn a little more control to be able to slow down because it's so much easier to slow down an orgasm than it is to speed one up. Sure. If you talk about just okay. genetics of people okay. and how it unfolds. But before we move on to the how completely, let's talk about the the why. Why do you want to? What is it that, and this is where we get into the meaning. Mm-hmm. Yes, a simultaneous orgasm can create an, a euphoric experience, but mm-hmm. so does an individual orgasm. When you're right there connected mm-hmm. with one another. And knowing I helped create that. Mm-hmm. I helped experience that. I was a part of this, or you helped create that, and you helped experience that. And so it's just really trying to challenge the meaning of what is it that makes the simultaneous orgasm label the coup de gras of marriage, the ultimate experience. Sure. And, and at least ask yourself the question of why does that hit so high on the scale for me? Right. Because then you can start to get deeper into what are the rationale and what is it that now I'm looking at it as a detriment when in reality, maybe what I've got is actually really pretty good. And that's a little bit of the complication here. It's the husband emailing in that is really analyzing those two. Mm-hmm. The wife is the one that seems to be more um, focused on the need for this simultaneous orgasm. Who knows if she's a listener or not. Right. And... If not, you know, how can he communicate with her to really pull out what her meaning is behind it? Right. Because she's obviously got a label of if things aren't clicking, then we've got problems. And if that's the case, then you're going to, your marriage is always going to have problems because you don't click on everything all the time anyway. Right. If that you click, you don't click on a lot of things actually. Right. (laughs) If you look at it as a marriage global Mm -hmm. context, that we see things differently. We don't see things eye to eye. And those things shift and evolve throughout the seasons. Yeah. And well. I so 
one of the things is while trying to trying to achieve a simultaneous orgasm can be a fun thing to try to experiment and and hap, have happen, right? But don't feel like you're missing out on something if you can't achieve it. Yeah. That's that's the idea that right, we want to try right. to get across with the why. Right. So then the how. A lot of times and this is, there's a lot of different research out there that the most reliable way for a woman to achieve orgasm typically is clitoral stimulation. Which mm-hmm. means Having simultaneous orgasm through penovaginal intercourse only is incredibly hard to do because it's not in, it's not involving the clitoris. So the how, if you want to try to achieve simultaneous orgasm, is one you're talking about mutual manual stimulation that mm-hmm. could be going on, sure, manual, oral, whichever way you want to go, mm-hmm. um, and that then becomes where the person that usually has the easiest time achieving orgasm has to learn how to control and delay. Okay. To allow their partner to catch up. Mm-hmm. And this is a communication exercise. Yeah, you can't be silent and <laughs> no. not sharing with your spouse where you are during this if you're wanting it to be simultaneous. Right, you got to speak up. You got to share your experience. Right, and you, yeah, you might have to say, hey, stop touching me there because... Or slow down or give me a break <laughs> right. or let's focus on this or, or that. It so, feels great, but you're going to have to back And then the other little- way is uh, through, it's called the coil coil. Easy for you to say. It is easy for me to say. <laughs> it's coitus, coital alignment technique. Okay. Okay. And that's where it's during intercourse. It's man on top, typical position of the missionary position. But instead, he needs to tilt his pelvis up a little bit more to create a friction point at the base of his penis and his body where the clitoris would then be contacting him. Mm-hmm. And rather than the normal thrusting in and out motion, it's more of a grind. Right. Which then keeps the clitoris connected the entire time and can create a rhythm. And this is where both can be in charge of which way the rhythm goes. And this, again, is a right. communication exercise. Yeah. And she might want to even add a little extra lube there to help yep. so that the pubic cares aren't kind of. Right. You know, getting. Right. So change it to your circumstance that that fits. But that's the best position that can help maybe make that happen because it's not the normal thrust in and out. Mm -hmm. It's more of a grind rotate. That's if you're going for clitoral, right? Right. I mean, if you're going and not. If you can achieve orgasm vaginally, then that opens up some other options on, on a lot of different positions that hit the G spot with the tip of the penis. Right. So there's a lot of other things you can do, but I'm going with the majority of women that the, the clitoris has to be involved, yeah. and that's what helps make that happen. We want to tell you about our sponsor today, Beachbody On Demand. We've all been stuck in our homes for a while, and one way to avoid complacency and stay healthy is to be active and moving. Work out and even take classes in the comfort of your own home with Beachbody On Demand. Beachbody On Demand is easy to use, a streaming service that gives you instant access to 1,300 super effective workouts suited for anybody at any time, The secret to getting results is just getting started. I just completed the eight-week workout, Lift 4, led by Joel Freeman, and I absolutely love the results I've seen. I love your results as well, baby. So much I'm going to do with you this time through. That's right. I love this workout so much, I'm doing it all again, only this time with my bride. It'll be a great way for us to get in shape, be healthier, and connect together. Beachbody On Demand is the company behind P90X, Insanity, and the 21-Day Fix, and now some of Beachbody's newest programs like Morning Meltdown 100 and 80-Day Obsession. You can start every day strong. 
I think my favorite aspect of the platform is they constantly roll out new workouts. But the coolest thing to me is the real-time workout trend. No more canned workouts where you find yourself watching the same video multiple times. Now the trainer and the group go through it with you. There's hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels, ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even dance workouts. Workouts can be as short as 10 minutes, and some don't require extra equipment. So in the time it takes you to drive and park at the gym, you could be finished working out. So you can access anywhere, anytime via computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV. There's so many ways. And this is one of the best deals in fitness. Listeners of Sexy Marriage Radio can try it absolutely free. Right now, as a listener, you get a special free trial membership when you text SMR to 303030. We just started Lift 4 again, and I want to challenge our SMR listeners to start the program with us. Join the platform, then email us the workout you want to do, and let's all get in shape together. As a special offer, right now our listeners get a special free trial membership when you text SMR to 303030. You get all the full access to the entire platform for free, all the workouts, the nutrition information, and support. Again, just text SMR to 303030. We can't say, wait to see your results as well. So Pam, I'm entitling this uh, short segment of the show, I'm just going to call it, this is related to that. Okay. Okay. And this is based off an email we got a little while ago that just says, we've been married over six years and our sex life seems to get worse each year despite many attempts to improve. I have a high sex drive, this is from a husband, but recently it's become difficult to get aroused and I end up feeling guilty when I do. Sex tends to have one or both of us end up upset, affecting our self-esteem and relationship. Now, with feelings of not being desired and hurt, I've started having sex dreams, and I can't, even can't get sex with her out of my mind. The desire for connection with my wife has reached the point of waking me up, and I'm not able to fall back to sleep. Things may, this may seem a bit silly, but I'm starting to get worried because it's even now without getting an erection, most, an erection most of the time. I've been reading many books and working hard to better myself to improve the faults, faults like my short fuse that I tend to have, mostly have with her. She was, okay, so their background is, he was not a Christian, she was, saved herself for marriage, and he did not, so he feels guilty for that as well. Sex together has always been great, and I love making the focus on her pleasure as much as possible, but it feels like she just isn't into it now. She was on birth control at first with no kids, there were few distractions. We did it a good amount, and thankfully after the kids, the feeling during sex has gotten even better for her. But now with no birth control and the fear of getting pregnant has almost paralyzed her in times that I don't mess with, mess with the mood. Birth control is not an option anymore and condoms don't work for me except the expensive lamb ones and those gross her out. I always pull out, but with this we can't finish together. So that's not helping with our bond and creates a fear that I will not have the control needed to get out in time. And so to add all to this, she says she doesn't like to hear me talk and it's sad to say, but I understand. To list just a few, I don't always sound the most sensitive. I'm kind of blunt. I like to be long-winded. I'm an external processor. I have a volume control. And he goes on and lists several things that it can almost be embarrassing. To add to this dysfunction, I work from home, so our roles have been swapped from the traditional ones. I take care of the home and kids, and in turn, this has made her the primary income provider. So my question boils down to this. What should I do? I know it takes a long time. There's not a quick fix. But what can help me get past the guilt and hurt? How do I lower my sex drive so I don't feel making her feel bad that I need her? And what are some of the ways to help in overcoming fears and hurts, especially from me, to get our connection back? 
So there's a lot in here. There definitely is. But I want to start, and this is really just kind of a dialogue, uh-huh. and I'm hoping that he will uh, reply from this show. I'll email you also right? Um, saying, hey, we're covering this, and email back with anything that we need to continue with. But a f- couple things that jump out to me right off the bat. Mm-hmm. One is some guilt over some things that you did that you didn't even know were wrong at the time. Right. Right. If you weren't a believer that thought, I'm going to save myself for sex later, and now all of a sudden I'm married and I feel like uh, maybe I should have, but I'm guilty over stuff that I was in ignorance over in my own belief and moral structure, challenge that guilt right off the bat. Yeah. Because if you are truly a believer in my mind and in your mind, I know I could speak for you, then if you had a chance to sit down and have a cup of coffee with God and talk about your your past, he's going to love you. That's He's the, not going to shame you. Yeah, that's what grace is for. It, um, so you just got to be able to forgive yourself at that point. Right. Then the other things that are more practical is the idea of birth, birth control is no longer an option on either side, except for the expensive ones, and she doesn't like them. But what about a vasectomy? Exactly. There's a birth control that you could take care of one time only, and it's done. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe you want more, maybe you do want more children, and that's a different factor. But I'm curious, what is it that makes it to where it's no longer an option for her? Pill, diaphragm, IUD, there's a lot of different options. And so I'm just, just too curious just to know. Yeah. But also for him, because they're the, the pull out withdrawal method, yeah, that's, that doesn't make it, that makes it to where you can't relax, either one of you. And you can, st- I mean, you're still not taking away the possibility of getting pregnant with that. Right. It's less likely, but... Right. Because as one of the high schoolers when I was in youth ministry used to say, there's always a little sprinkle before the shower. Right. <laughs> and that's a true statement. But then the other side of it, and this is where the this becomes is related to that, is when you have tension in one area of your marriage, it, it exacerbates the others. Yeah. This bleeds over. This is the phrase of how you do sex is how you do life, and yep. how you do life is how you do sex. This is not a standalone topic. No. And so the desire, it sounds to me like what he's wrestling with is he recognizes these shortcomings, and I don't even like that framework, the differences between he and her. He's louder. He's an external process. That's upbringing in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm a storyteller in the sense of I had too much details. You were get to the point, lady. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. That's a difference between us. Neither mm-hmm. one of us is right or wrong. All those stories are really good and enhance life. But and anyway. sometimes they drive me nuts. And I'm like, okay, come on. <laughs> exactly. But it's still it's just different. That's a gridlock thing. It's not right or wrong. Yeah. So it sounds to me like he sees these things as detriments. And one of the ways he wants validation to feel better, sex. Mm-hmm. So he steered a lot of these difficulties or issues into sexual. And if I get propped up and get a little more validation here, I'll feel better. Oh. And it's a common occurrence in our, in well, our lives. And and is it consi- is it validation if you're looking for a connection? Are those two the same thing? Well, no. Yes and no. This This is related to that. Connecting how? Yeah. Right? Because if you look at it at face value, if I'm really wanting connection, then that means I just need to expose myself as, as far as who I am. Yeah. And let that be connected with. Yeah. That's my option. Yeah. And so it's being able to see the dynamic that goes on on 
sounds like he's trying to play both sides of the equation mm. rather than just play yours. And play it well. And when it comes to your sex life and the high drive you have, I don't think you should be ashamed of it. I, I think you need to be careful and, well, conscious in how you're steering it. Because, mm-hmm. yes, are there seasons where you wake up in the middle of the night and you just are burning? And even without an erection, absolutely, that can mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Because just because you have an erection does not mean there's desire or not. There's sometimes mix-max in there that erection, look at puberty. Mm. Erections happen when it's not sexual desire. It's just the wind blew. Mm. Right. So it's recognizing that's the complexities of who we are and how do you build off of that as who you are to pick one of those areas, handle one of the, the short fuse, handle the external processing, try that a little different and grow into, I like me in that area and see what that does. Mm-hmm. And then email us back and let us know where we left off and we'll keep going. It's amazing to me, Pam, that eight and a half years into this, there's still some topics we've not covered. I'm pretty sure there's a lot more we still haven't covered, so we'll keep on rolling. So email we, us your We need the SMR Nation to give us the, what are the topics we've not covered? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 214-702-9565 is how you can call us and let us know or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. That email is always active. Yeah. Let us know what's vexing you. Oh, I'm very vexed. Thank you for the gladiator reference there. <laughs> well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Uh, we left something undone, especially on the second email. Um, let us know. Yep. And we'll go deeper and continue the conversation with you because we want the SMR Nation to thrive in their relationships, yep. not just survive them. Right. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Thanks for taking some time out of your day each and every week to spend it with us. We'll see you next time.